You're listening to Salon Frequency, a podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture. I am so grateful to be here for another episode with Frida, Miss, Mrs. Frida Brown. We are at on Instagram at it's Frida Brown. At it's Frida Brown. We dropped the misses. I love it. It's Frida Brown. For now. You know, hey, you gotta decide. <laughs> just go with it, okay? I'm trying to see what feels good. <laughs> I'm still working on what feels good. What flows off the tongue. What does not require spelling or repeating. So for now, it's it's Frida Brown. It's Frida Brown. Yeah. All right, we're live in the building for another episode. I'm so grateful. I want to set the vibe today with um, a quote, a statement that's really centering me right now. And it just, it brings me awareness. Let me... Tell me how this feels for you. Okay. Balance does not look like everything all at once. Mm. That feels real. Applicable. Relevant. Accurate. Truly. Accurate. I I personally, in my mind, it's it's almost like a reprogramming. Because I feel like, okay, I want to be balanced. I want to be centered. I want to be grounded. And at the same time, I have all these, at the pot, like all the things Mm -hmm. happening. But it's not everything all at once. It can't be. It can't be, right? To feel balanced, it can't be everything at once. I think we think, when you think of balance initially, just by definition, you think of something being like floating on a, on a on top of something, like evenly, both sides evenly. But when you really examine it at any given moment, it's teetering. It's for a second, mm-hmm. for a brief second, it may be completely parallel to the floor. But at any given second, it's teetering. And I think when you look at the teetering, that to me is a better demonstration of what life looks like. That at any given moment, something is slightly up and something is slightly down. And that's assuming we're only talking about two things, right? Because when you're balancing something, you're looking at just maybe something on the left and something on the right. But it's hardly ever. I don't know a single human being who only has two things that they wish to balance. So even when you look at what a balancing act looks like, juggling. I was juggling for the boys the other day. One, I'm not good at it. I was attempting to juggle one orange because I was using Mandarin oranges. One Mandarin <laughs> orange is only in the air at one time, even though I am quote unquote juggling. Truly. So you balance is a, it's a myth. It is. It's, it's not true. Or the way we look at it, I think is, is untrue. The way we look at it, mm-hmm. the way we've been taught to look at balance. And so it's just like, I have to reprogram myself. I have to reimagine every day what balance <sighs> is going to look like mm-hmm. and feel like. Just move it into my day. And I feel like that even applies to going into the salon. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I feel like when we when we think about it, it's just like, okay, we want to have a good um, interaction with our clients. We want to have all the products. We want to have everything stocked. We want to have all the towels done. We mm-hmm. want to make sure the water's mm-hmm. hot. We want to make sure we're talking to them, checking them out, right price. They're on the dryer. They're in and out. Like, all those things. It's so life. hard. It's so hard. There... It, we had somebody the other day who f- had a pur- purchased a piece of hair jewelry and one of the stylists told me she forgot to ring her up for it. And she was so apologetic, which I appreciated. And I was just like, okay. And she's like, well, should we call her? Should we? I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. She she delivered, you delivered a good service. She clearly wanted to do something extra to adorn her hair. You gave her that. It's fine. Well, it's a wash. Like it's not, you you can't in every moment get everything right. It's so hard and there are so many pieces moving at once. And I think we do ourselves a disjustice 
when we then go back and feel bad or we judge ourselves because we didn't check every single box. I think there will be moments where every box is checked. And I think there will be just as many moments where we miss a box or two or three. And the gift is in that moment being like, I forgive myself. Yeah. And grace. It's okay. Yeah. Like it's not the end of the world. No lives were lost. It's fine. The problem is when we don't say it's fine. And we keep striving for that, which is really unattainable. Yeah. And and not taking the opportunity to see the lesson in the mishap, misstep. Right. Or whatever it may be. Just just have just have a just have a have a moment of grace for yourself, for yes. others. And just just roll with it. I journaled that the other I so I've been working on writing in my so I am a journaler, but I have moments where I'll journal like every day like crazy and then I'll stop for a few months or a few weeks. So the goal this year is every day, every day this year. So me too. I am. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal I said. I missed it yesterday. So I, <laughs> Grace. But when I was writing it the other day, I, I, I was thinking it, but I had to write it and I kept writing. I forgive you, Frida. I forgive you, Frida. Mm. Because there were some things that I said to myself and things that I did or rather did not do that I knew moving my body is crucial for me every single day. And that does not mean like an hour long hit workout, but some kind of movement, whether it is 20 minutes on my bike or 20 minutes of yoga or met something, I have to do it. And I did not. I didn't drink water when I got up. I didn't move my body that day. I didn't eat any vegetables first thing. And like, it was, I was just like, I was checking all the boxes for what I don't do. Yeah. That's the other side of yes. the scale, right? I was checking all the boxes. Like if the box was like, don't drink water, check. check. The box was like, move your body upon waking, check. Don't move your body. Like I checked them all. And at the end of the day, I felt like trash. And I was like, wow. Who knew? I kind of knew, but who knew? And so my journal entry in that day, that next that morning was, I forgive you for not taking care of yourself. You you have the opportunity to do it again. Yeah. You woke up today and you get the chance to try again. But I had to keep saying to myself, I forgive you. It's okay. It is okay. You lost sight. It's okay. You misstepped. It's okay. And I still have to tell myself that. Yeah. And it's, you know, okay. it's, it's powerful that you write it. Like journaling, mm-hmm. for me, I feel as the year 2022 is coming to a close, Yeah, I was reading back my journal entries. Which I saw sometimes when I fell off. Yeah. Sometimes I was high, but it it allowed me to see my mindset mm-hmm. in those moments. Like I had a point to put the date and the time. Yes. Same. So I know exactly when yes. when this was, so I can transport back. Yeah. There. And to see how my mind sh- mindset shifted, but also backtracked mm-hmm. sometimes. I, that's what I was like. I need to journal every single day yes. in this new year. Because it's like you're you're documenting. I, so I love going back to old journal entries to read them. Like, I'm, I'm always like, what? That's, girl, that's where you were? But also like, damn, that's where you were? Like, that's dope. Like, right? that you even had that moment of perspective. But even in just the few, the week and a half that we've been into 2023, I am, I write what I feel in the moment. So I know that 60 days from now, 360 days from now, when I go back and I look on look at it, it's going to be so interesting to see in that moment, that's where you were. Like that, that is exactly. So I try to be as honest as I can, as tra- transparent as I can, even when I'm rushing and not gloss over it and be like, 
I woke up today. Thank God I woke up today. It's going to be a great day. Like, no, nah, I, I try to get real grimy, even if it's a quick entry, because I want to look back and see what my state of mind was in that moment. And without that, I think that even goes back to balance. Like, it gives you perspective so that if next year I'm having a hard time with X, I can see, well, look, you know what? In January of 2023, you were able to do this. You were balancing it then. So it's possible. Forgive yourself. It's okay. Yeah. And it's I, be okay. I, I love that you have the, I forgive my, I forgive myself or I forgive you, like speaking to yourself. Right. right. Because when you go back to read it, it's like, you probably going to need those words. When you, I find that when yeah. I go back to my journal and I like flipped to a random entry, mm-hmm. those are the words that I needed to hear in mm-hmm. that moment at that time or just see those things. So yes, just putting that, putting that in there. I was thinking this year as I was, setting this goal to journal all the okay. time that I needed to, I need to get a journal for meditation. I need to get a journal for personal thoughts. I need to get yes. a journal for yoga. I, need, I was like, girl, no, you need one book. Same. And a pen. One book and a pen. Right. Okay. And if you meditate and you want to write that, do that. Write that. And then if you just want to write your thoughts, write that in right. the same book. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. You don't need to go down. Trust. The, the algorithm knows my mind. If I get another sponsor post on a journal, a planner for 2023, or, or my favorite, a black girl's journal, they like, we gonna double down. Right. You don't just want a planner. You want one that affirms black women. Like, oh, and I've seen someone, I'm like, oh, it's so pretty it's and so the colors. And, whole... and somebody had gifted me for my birthday, just a notebook, just a regular notebook. It's not, it's fine. It's nice. It's simple. It's I don't know that it. I would have bought it because I'm very much into journals. Yeah. But it's perfectly fine. Yeah. And when I was doing the same thing you were doing, I got to buy one. Let me go to Amazon. Let me go to this site. Let me go to this boutique. Let me go to this black-owned business and see what affirm- affirmative journal I can find. The spirit was like, sis, if you don't go in that gift bag and pull out the book that she gave you and write in it, yep. it's a book with paper. Yeah, that's what you need, That's right? all you need. That's all you need. Because, like, it's January 1. Right. Because next up, the excuse will be, I need to get this plan. I had to get this just the right. Stop fooling yourself. Just Stop right. Stop fooling yourself. Just right. Just do the work and the rest will follow. Let's get to day 365 and then be like, all right, boom, for 2024, I'm going to get this real dope, custom designed, getting the look. Girl, just get the book and write. Just get the book and write. Okay. I want to say, <clears throat> as we move into... Um, the what makes right now revolutionary for me last was it last year it might have been two years ago i was reading um the e-myth revisited Mm, i have i have not finished it that one that one entrepreneurs that will kick you yeah and and ooh, it'll get you right yeah okay that'll get you right but i was reading that book And one of the exercises I wanted to say was around just feeling what entrepreneurship feels like. Mm -hmm. And so it prompted me to write a question in my journal. What, how do you know when you're out of alignment? Mm. So today on the podcast, I wanted to ask you, what does it look like or what does it feel like to experience burnout in the salon? For me, for me, burnout in the salon 
looks like I do not want to hear anything a client asked. So clients pour a lot into their stylist. And when I am burnt out, respectfully, I don't want to hear about any of your problems. I just don't. I don't want to hear about your problems. I have my own problems. So burnout, it looks like that. It looks like I'm tired. I had I was booked and busy, which is crazy because when you're a new stylist, fresh out of cosmetology school, that's your only goal, to be booked and busy in any capacity. And I am so grateful to be booked and busy. But a burnt out day or season for me looks like you can take all these clients. I would, I'd rather not be booked and busy. I want to be unbooked and unbusy and unbothered. And I want to just sit. I don't want to do anything. I still want to practice my craft, but can I still generate the revenue that I'm generating on (laughs) one person? And while I'm all for adjusting your prices, I don't know that one person can make up for like 10. That's a whole different business model. For me, that's what it would look like. I would say just, I become uninterested in hearing people share. I don't, I don't want to, to receive that. And I don't want, just want to sit down. I want to do nothing. I want to do less. Yeah. I want to do a lot less. And, and because I am someone who's always trying to do more when, when I do feel burnt out, I don't really like how it feels because I want to, by nature, be of service. I want to do more. So when I feel it, I'm like, wow, this is, you, you should just go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Also, and then my energy is off, right? Like, I don't think my company is good. I don't think, I feel like clients can pick up on that. What about you? I mean, I feel like there's a lot in what you said right there because, yeah, like, my energy feels off. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I I feel like I don't want to communicate with people and I somebody cancels. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Versus, like, oh, my gosh, you got to get somebody in. But they can't. I'm like, oh, you knew. You knew I needed this moment. <laughs> yeah. So, I. those are moments when I feel burnt out, but also it just feels like at the end of the day, I sit down Mm -hmm. and I can't get back up. Mm -hmm. When I feel like I can't get back up to like, just clean up, blow the candles out, put the, all the tools into the Marvis. It's just like, I just, I just gotta sit sit there and I just can't. Yeah. That's those are moments when I know I'm burnt out. Yeah, because when, I, when I'm not burnt out, I'm like, okay, you gotta clean this up. Let's go here. Yes, we'll like the things. Energizer Bunny. Like, hey guys, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm burnt out. But then it's just like I feel like I have salon guilt. So mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like I'm not holding space for you when I'm burnt out. Yeah, but at the same time, not necessarily booked and busy, but I'm booked out. Yeah. So it's like I'm burnt out, but I still have full rest of the week yes or and then clients the next week there's no reprieve yeah there's no like i can look at the day and say oh wednesday's a light day or wednesday i don't have any clients actually you know that's that is but then that goes back to balance because then the quite the real question becomes what caused it and Mm -hmm. how do you how do you create some sense of balance how are you juggling life and work and all of the things so that you can reduce the frequency of the the burnout. Because while I think it's a natural feeling, I also don't want to exist in a space where I'm always feeling burnt out. Like Absolutely. I wasn't put on this earth to just exist in a space of constant burnout and depletion. Yeah. Like I want to be able to be of service. I want to give. So I think the next, I think figuring out what is causing it and how to reduce the frequency is important. Sometimes I also think it's good. 
because it's a reminder sometimes. Like, sit your ass, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> sit down. Like, you just sit down, right? Like, yes, you're booked and busy, but maybe one less client that day would have been better because then you would not be trying to rush to barber side your clips while Miss Lisa's checking out. And you're like, bye, it was so good to see you. Okay, yes, I'm trying to barber side these clips because I still got, what, fifth my, my time for these things to soak but they can be disinfected and sent. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I feel like for me, the the pandemic mm-hmm. really made me a, more aware of how I was overworking myself. Mm-hmm. And one of the things when I came back to the salon, I built in rest. So I worked three weeks. Mm-hmm. Gave I it all that. my three weeks. Yes. I got a week off. Yeah. All my three weeks, <clears throat> a week off. I built in uh, uh, some rest there. But I found that I was working to get to rest. Were you resting when you finally got to rest? I was resting from being behind the chair, but I wasn't fully resting. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, because I feel like social media, at least at that time, had me like, okay, you got to content, you got to mm-hmm. produce, you got to do all the things. So it was like, okay, now that I'm not behind the chair, let me do all the things. Yeah. And so that week would be doing Everything else. more things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really resting. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so this is not necessarily helping and then i'll start scheduling people in my rest week yes <laughs> like why not then it's like okay let's reduce the days it's just like no what truly puts you back in alignment mm-hmm. i think is the question and i had to write that down which is what that exercise in the e-myth revisited allowed me to do just jot down how do you know when you're out of alignment and what are the things that makes you feel aligned I know I'm out of alignment if I'm not walking. I know I'm out of alignment if I'm not yeah. doing yoga. Mm-hmm. I know I'm out of out of alignment if I'm eating junk food consistently. Like mm-hmm. that is what I'm reaching mm-hmm. for. Those are things that are reminders like you're not you're not doing you're not practicing self-care and wellness. Mm-hmm. How can you offer that to others? And so that's just So then for you alignment would be walking eating well, resting, yeah. taking care. That's what alignment would look like for you. Yes. So when is, you're not doing those things, you know. I'm out of alignment. I'm out of, okay. Truly. Because I, I prioritize other things over those things. Mm-hmm. Because there are things that you can do in your daily part of your day. Like yeah. I don't have to take a day off. I don't have to take a week off to go walk. No. Like I can wake up and go walk, right? Anytime, anywhere. But I would wake up and like, oh, this client wanted um this color let me research the color mm-hmm. or let me wake up i know uh salon citric opens yes, at eight. yes instead of going walking there. let me go yes. to, to, to the salon citric at eight so, so i should be like, there at eight mm-hmm. i've been there so you're choosing other things over your yeah your rest so then i get burned out yeah yeah you? so alignment looks like there are days where i feel so so like Waking up, I get up at five, I set my alarm for 5.20. I try to be working out by 5.30. It usually doesn't happen until 5.40. Truly. Because if I don't, if I don't journal first, yeah. it's such a, it's such a small thing, but it's such a big thing. I have to journal or it is, it is in my best interest to journal as soon as I wake. Because if I wait until after I work out, well, after I work out, it's time to wake the kids up immediately or to go get their morning meal started or packing lunches or packing everybody's lunches. So for me, alignment looks like waking up at 520, 
I do not snooze, but I'm not a snoozer anyway. Getting out of bed, I go in the basement, wash my face, use the bathroom, journal, and then getting on my Peloton and working out. So that was what this morning looked like. By 5.30, 5.35, I was working out. I do a ride or a hit or whatever I do. Did that until 6.30. It's so weird because it's it's very precise. Did that until 6.30, went upstairs, 6.35, woke the kids up. No, it does not take me five minutes to walk upstairs. My house is not that big. <laughs> but I just remember looking at my watch, waking the kids up at 6.35. It takes about five minutes to get them out of bed. That's Cur- good. Right. Everybody's up. Teeth are brushed. Faces are washed because showers were the night before. Getting them downstairs. Now we are packing lunches. I'm making their breakfast. I'm making their lunches. I'm making my lunch as well. And then getting everybody out the door by 7.35. I feel good. Wow. Because in that window of time, I have first and foremost prioritized myself first. I was my first act of business upon rising. I... Spent some quiet time alone in the bathroom. I journaled and I worked out. So before I was of service to anyone, I was of service to myself. Yeah. Not checking my phone. Sometimes I still do. Try not to check my email. Definitely not check on social media because that will bring me down. Immediately. Like there, it, it is never the post about self-care that I see first thing in the morning. Ever. It's never that post. It's always the post that somebody was hurt or this person was injured or were protesting. Mm. It's always something that I know is going to bring my spirit down. So I don't do that. But alignment for me looks like prioritizing my well-being, drinking some water, moving my body before I do anything for anyone else. Because at that point, the day has begun, the sun, looking at the sunrise, I love a good sunrise. At that point, I have already, by 8 a.m., I've already been, I've already parented. Yeah. Right. And so I can't imagine doing that before I do me. So alignment for me looks like putting myself first, first thing in the morning by way of moving my body, drinking some water and journaling. When I don't do that, oddly enough, the rest of the day is a trickle down effect. And I end up probably not drinking enough water that day or as much as I would like to drink. I probably don't eat optimally for myself. I'm cranky with the kids. My husband's like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with me. Knowing dangling well, something's wrong with me. But I can't always articulate it. Yeah, truly. Because I didn't do anything for myself. So that's what alignment for me. But it's funny because I started practicing that. Same thing, like trying to serve myself Mm -hmm. first. And I say try because I was just trying. And I feel like as an adult, we're striving. Always. But if we're trying, you're not really trying, right? You're just kind of, I want to do this. It's it's an intention. It's a hope. Mm -hmm. But it's not as much action behind it is how I frame try in my mind. So it's like, I'm striving for it. So I was trying at this point, I'm trying to do for me Mm -hmm. in the beginning. And some days I did, some days I didn't. My children started to say the days when I didn't do it, mom, have you meditated? Right. Did you do your yoga today? They They started to realize like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're off. Like, mm-hmm. what, what's you need what's to, that with you? Yeah. You need to go yeah. do some self-care. Something. Go do you. Cause that, your, your, your vibes. Isn't that day off? Yeah. Right. They started to notice, but truly like when you have children, mm-hmm. pouring into yourself first is so essential. And I feel like even when you have clientele, mm-hmm. you have to pour into yourself first. You have to. Because you're serving, you're doing so much with your body, with your mind, with yes. your hands, with your gifts. That All if you, day. If you're not replenishing yourself, it is draining. 
you'll be burnt out. You're burnt out. Yeah. All right. So in raising the frequency for everyone that can hear the sound of my voice, that can hear the sound of Frida's voice, I would like to challenge you. How to, this, this challenge, take for the next week, mm-hmm. seven days, every single day, journal or just write down the resistance in your day. I like that. Cause just doing, we we are we already I can acknowledge we're doing a lot. We're doing doing more than enough. Maybe we're not doing enough. But in either space, where's the resistance coming in? And I feel like that resistance, identifying the resistance, gives you the awareness, and just having the awareness can be a catalyst to change, mm-hmm. a catalyst to okay, let me just figure out how I can reframe my life, reframe my daily practice, mm-hmm. just. Notice the resistance. I think if you can identify that you are one step closer to like a different level of happiness, a different level of self-satisfaction, because I think sometimes we try to ignore the things that we're fighting against. And it's like, if we just slow down, we'll realize like, why do I keep fighting that? Like what? That, that's, that opens up something else. And I want to say that about who we are and like how we show up, like who we are intrinsically. Versus who we think we are. But I'm going to save that one. Yeah. I'm going to save it. So spend some time this week identifying resistance in your life. Maybe resistance that you face in the salon. Maybe even resistance that you might have with clientele. And make note of that for the whole week. And if this episode inspired you, you enjoyed anything that you heard from us today, Make sure you take a moment, just just a quick second, and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Maybe you head over to salonfrequency.com and join the vibe. Check us out on Instagram at salonfrequency and at... It's Frida Brown. I had to think, I got to remember it. (laughs) I got to remember my old ass. I got to remember my own name. Check us out and, you know, let us know how you felt. Let us know if anything resonated with you. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys soon.